Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. Coming up. Police are saying that the man they believe responsible for this blast did not like that the man who was injured, his target, was dating his estranged wife. For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson. You're listening to The Daily Crime. Nearly two months after an explosion rocked this community, attempted homicide charges have now been filed. And the man facing those charges is a police officer. Harrison Jordan was flown to a hospital with serious injuries. According to troopers, Jordan saw a bucket outside the apartment building with what appeared to be a fuse. He tried to run, but the explosive went off. A police officer suspended and now behind bars in Pennsylvania following an explosion that happened back in December The man injured in that blast says the suspect actually broke into his home months earlier, and he claims he has video evidence of the break-in. And according to police, there's additional video evidence that they have of the suspect in the area the morning of the blast. There are several surveillance cameras that police used in this investigation, as well as license plate readers in the city of Hazleton, where this suspect was employed as a police officer. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million families building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. That's greenlight.com slash odyssey. And I'm joined by Chelsea Stroob at WNEP. Chelsea, thanks for being here with us. Hey, thank you. Chelsea, so this case has a few twists and turns along the way. Take us back to last year and when this all sort of got set into motion. So this got set into motion right before Christmas. It, the date is kind of strange. It's 12-21-21. So it's one two two one two one. And there was an explosion in the early morning hours on Center Street in a small um, village called Calares in Klein Township, Schuylkill County. And there had, was some kind of makeshift explosive device in a bucket. And again, everything I'm saying is, is in court papers in the um, criminal complaint affidavit of probable cause here. And early in the morning, an explosion went off and ended up injuring Uh, somebody who lived in the apartment building where the explosive was set outside. He was out on his way to his vehicle and the device went off. It did not kill this man, but it very much wounded him. He, uh, he ruptured his right eardrum. It bruised his left eardrum. He had shrapnel in his head to his feet and was bleeding from it. He had a burn on his right calf and glass and concrete embedded into the back of his head and legs. I mean, it's terrifying. Do you, do you recall when this when this happened? Did you cover the original blast? This was covered by the um, by the morning reporter, and then I kind of came on a few hours later. 
How much damage to the building and and, how big a blast are we talking about? I caused a little bit of damage to a vehicle and the exterior to the buildings. Uh, There's an abandoned church across the street and all of the glass in the, in the windows of the church were shattered. So we're walking on the sidewalk uh, after the, the scene was cleared and there's just glass everywhere. And did investigators indicate at the time or in following days, weeks, what kind of device was used to, to set off this blast? We didn't really know about this until we found out that homicide charges were being filed and the, the criminal complaint came out that argued for the attempted homicide charges. So if we, um, it looks like there's some kind of bucket with a fuse they describe as this explosive device. All right. So that, so that was back in December. What's happened in the time between then and now? Between December and now, police have been able to put a case together to argue that this was a targeted attack, an attempted homicide, and then throw in a couple other charges like stalking, arson, things like that. The the backstory here, police are saying that the man they believe responsible for this blast um, did not like that the man who was injured, his target, was dating his estranged wife. And in the, in the court papers, it goes on to talk about how the victim and the estranged wife would always be kind of confronted by her estranged husband, who is the suspect here, on different occasions, and ultimately followed. It, police are saying that he had GPS trackers on both the victims and his estranged wife vehicles, and he used this... Um, this GPS tracking system to find out where they were at different times of the day. And then police were able to kind of match when he tapped into that GPS system to dates and times where the victim said, hey, he confronted me in this parking lot. He showed up at my house at this time when his estranged wife was also here. And the suspect in this case, it turns out, is actually or or was prior to suspension, but is a local police officer, right? Right now, he is suspended without pay, um, pending the results of this investigation and ultimately the trial. But he was employed by the Hazleton City Police Department as an officer. And then in court paperwork, we, we see that he and the victim did see each other on a few occasions because the victim is an EMT in the area. But this case also goes back to October. Can you tell us about that? Sure. So when this explosion first happened in December, police interviewed the victim and he said, hey, I think it's my girlfriend's estranged husband. I have him on camera breaking into my house in October. But at the time, I didn't want to press charges because I thought it would do more harm than good. So this, so in in, in the end of October of 2021, he knew that this man had been at, had had access to his home. And then December, when the explosion happened, police were able to arrest this suspect on those burglary charges because he still had the video evidence and interview with a local um, police officer who responded to the call. So they were able to arrest him on burglary and keep him and keep him on those charges until they were able to get all this evidence together to bring the criminal homicide aggravated assault charges. 
And Chelsea, part of the evidence they have is actually surveillance cameras in, in the area as well, right? Yes, there are several surveillance cameras that police used in this investigation, as well as license plate readers in the city of Hazleton, where this suspect was employed as a police officer. So they have him on several occasions. His The car registered to his name is seen parked across the street from the apartment where the explosion happened, coming and going. Um, and the, it has him... Police say they have him on video the the morning of this explosion and him holding the bucket where the explosion where the explosive was stored. Have police said anything about his job as a police officer in the past? Has he had any issues or concerns or anything about his background? Not that the uh, Hazleton Police Department will comment to us. They just are, are sticking to the employment status. And you said you were out there that day. I mean, I just can't imagine anything more terrifying than an explosion going off in the neighborhood, you know, wherever you live, uh, and and sort of shattering the silence and debris and just must have been awful. Schuylkill County is a very uh, rural, is comprised of a lot of rural areas. This is a very small town. Like I said, the church was empty across the street, and there's only a few neighbors. I mean, there's these these are small ranch homes for the most part, a couple multifamily units. But this is very tucked away in the mountains here in northeastern Pennsylvania, small town. You would, you know, if when we interview people, they say, oh, something like that never happens here. That's kind of like the generic soundbite that we get whenever we have these cases that kind of have this wow factor. And that's exactly what we were dealing with here. Do we know a a date or any hearing information, next steps in this case? Not Not at this time. Uh, he his arraignment was scheduled to happen by video and state police have been my contact here. They aren't sure when that can be scheduled, but they brought up these charges against. All right. Chelsea Strube, at WNEP reporter in Pennsylvania. Thanks so much for joining us, telling us about this case. Sure. Thank you. Anytime. Thanks for listening to The Daily Crime. We're here five days a week, Monday through Friday. And be sure to check out our weekly show, True Crime Chronicles, available every Monday, wherever you listen to podcasts. For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson.